What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Letterman Row. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This is Derek Davis. I'm out here at Gateway High School in Monroeville. Monroeville. I always want to say like Monroe Town, Monrovia. <laughs> I, I live in Monroe County in mm -hmm. Michigan, which I guess I'm giving away too much. But <laughs> anyway, uh, we're out here. Derek is taking some time out of his busy schedule, getting back to, to football, to life, uh, to catch up with Letterman Row and watchers, readers, listeners. How you doing? Are you hanging in okay? Yeah, I'm doing well, you know, just came back from a workout, actually. You know, Derek, Ohio State's been recruiting you for two and a half years, roughly. Um, and I think in that time, you've said a total of six words about your recruitment. <laughs> and I, I think that that's obviously intentional on your part. It's not something where you're out going out seeking attention and you're not a big social media user drawing attention to yourself. How would you say that relationship with the Buckeyes has been growing in that time? And is it better now after the addition of Kerry Combs? How has it changed, et cetera? Uh, I feel like it's gotten better. You know, uh, when Coach Grinch had left, I thought it was going to be a, a drop off, but it really wasn't. You know, uh, Coach Day, he had reached out to me. And ever since then, we've been texting nonstop. So it's been great. So Ryan Day picked up the, the pieces a year ago when Jeff Halfley took over as the defense coordinator. Jeff Halfley didn't really recruit the Pittsburgh area, so Ryan Day had done that previously. And then Matt Barnes has been involved. Can you give our fans and readers and a little bit more insight into who Je Matt Barnes is? Because I don't think a lot of people really understand the impact that he's made in your recruitment and keeping Ohio State involved in the mix with Penn State and Georgia and, you know, Clemson, teams like that. So, because Barnes, he's, he's a cool dude to me. You know, he's not one of those dudes that's going to hit your phone up nonstop. Uh, and he, he made sure he checks on me here and there. And for him recruiting me, it was like he, he made sure he'll stop past, you know, see how I'm doing. Didn't even have to talk about football, really. Ohio State has, since March, added uh, 10 different commitments in the class of 2021, the country's top-ranked class. It seems like every single time someone commits, the next question is, well, there's only this much space left. When is Derek Davis going to commit? Is he going to commit to Ohio State? Is he going to choose? Is, is, is this commitment going to force him to commit? Has there been any pressure applied from Ohio State to say, hey, are you ready or not? Or is it still just kind of hands off and let you do your thing? It's still hands off. Let me do me. You know, as bad as they want me to commit right now, you know, I'm still going to you know, take my time with this process. I'm not rushing it at all. I mean, it, for someone who, again, doesn't draw a lot of attention to yourself in this process, it seems like you are more than happy to take it slow and make sure you check off every single box. Right. What are those boxes? What's, what's the most important thing for Derek Davis in this recruitment process? I know that there's, there's all the things, right? We've all played NCAA 14. We know closeness to home, all, you know, all right. the different things. What actually matters? Uh, life after school, really. You know, can I come back to my college and they, you know, help me out later on in life, stuff like that. You know, alumni basis helps out a lot. Um, what else? How important, is early, how important is early playing time? That's important. You know, nobody doesn't want to go in thinking they're going to start, then boom, you're reassuring. So for me, I'm on, a, I'm on a mission to start as a freshman, you know, put my name out there early. Ohio State has seven defensive backs, six defensive backs committed with the hope of adding you as the seventh. How much has that number been thrown at you by other programs? I mean, I assume if they're doing their job, they're bringing that up, right? Right. Um, I mean, it's a good and bad thing, you know, because, again, 
who's to say they fill up on their on the, like the recruiting class right. and can't I can't commit. So, but the good thing is, you know, it lets me know that hey, they're actually out there trying to get good DBs to make their school better. And then, better. again, they've never said, "Hey, we're only taking this number." They're right. saying, "Derek, whenever you're ready, there's a spot for you." Right. How does that compare around the country? Is everyone playing that same approach? Is there a concerted effort by other schools to be like, you're our guy, they have six? I mean, how, how does that, um, how do those conversations go? Yeah, some schools, I would say, I'm not going to say their names. Sure, I, I wouldn't ask <laughs> I would never ask you to throw anyone under the bus. But other than that, you know, pretty much every school says the same thing to me. You know, I'm the number one priority. You know, I'm the number one on the board, so. How, how hard is it for someone who hears that from everyone to separate real from fake? I mean, is there is there a way that you can really discern that? Uh, to me, I hear it in a, in a voice, you know, or just meeting them in person. Like, I, me meeting you lets me know, okay, you real about it. But, you know, anybody could just talk about it, really. Yeah. I got to meet you in person and see how you're recruiting, how, you're, how you do certain things to let me know, okay, he's for real about this. You have not had a chance to meet anyone in person in the last four months because of the NCAA extending the dead period over and over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Now it's extended through July 31st. If that didn't happen and you had had a chance to make visits in the spring and set up official visits for June, like probably this week. Right. Do you think that your recruitment would be over? Possibly. Because, I mean, you don't want to take the Ideally, the, the goal was never to take this into your senior year. Right. right? So what what are the pieces I guess that you're still looking for to 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 finish the the puzzle? Um, pieces I have to say, what team is going to stay consistent? You know, what team is going to actually like stick to their words? Like, yeah, you could say we're going to make the national championship, but you really going to make it? Right. Stuff like that. So for me, it's like <sighs> you grew up. Your, your father's from Ohio. You obviously grew up watching Ohio State regularly. You watched Urban Meyer bring them to the national championships and, and keep them in the national picture. How much did you think your recruitment was going to change when Urban Meyer left? Did you did it consider in your mind like, oh man, Ohio State's going to be different? I mean, and has it been a surprise to you that they haven't been? Um, so it's funny you said that because when Urban left, it was like I. So it was a freshman, Coach Davis, linebacker coach that came in. He had told me everything was going to be okay. This is when the news that broke out there. Yeah, because this your end of your sophomore year is when he, end of your freshman season is right. when, when Urban Meyer left. Right. So Coach Davis came in, said everything was going to be okay. Because uh, Grinch hit me up, said it was going to be okay. Then and then Alex like, Grinch left. Yeah, it was like a Bill week Davis later. Left. Yeah, everybody left. So I was like, oh, stay forget about me. But then once Coach Day came in, it was like, no, we ain't forget about you. You still number one on our board. We have, yeah. Has that been driven by like Mark Pantoni or who's who's been the guy? That Tony, really, Tony, my guy. I mean, shout out to Pantoni. Is is there a different level of of a relationship when a school's been recruiting you that long? And that's and that includes Penn State, you know, Pitt locally, Ohio State. How how hard is it for you to even consider telling Ohio State no or Penn State no or Pitt no at this point? Like, how do you? How do you say to those schools, you know what, thanks, it's been great knowing you for three years, but now I'm going to go play for a team that bitterly hates you? Um, You know, it, it's tough, but at the end of the day, it's my decision. You know, I'm doing what's best for me, and hopefully they will understand. 
I want to clear up some misconceptions out there about your recruitment and, and what people think. You're listed on your 247 sports profile as an outside linebacker prospect for some reason. Uh, Ohio State is looking at you as a safety. So is everyone else pretty much. You obviously are versatile enough. You play offense, you play defense, you can play linebacker at Ford Gateway High School. You can do other things, but your college life is going to be in the defensive backfield. Right. How much of an impact has Kerry Combs made since he returned to Ohio State at the end of January? When you, as again, as someone who watched Ohio State when you were younger, you know what he put out in the NFL. You've seen what, what they've done in the last seven years. How important was that in, in this big picture of yours? Uh, it was real important. You know, when we actually went up there, what was it, February? February, um, late January, he had just got in town. Right. You were one of, Derek was one of three players that Ohio State invited in for that junior weekend. And right. It was you, Jack Sawyer, and Michael Hall. So two guys who were committed and you. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. I just like to add contact. <laughs> so, yeah, when um, I got there, he immediately flew out just to come talk to me. Yeah. If I didn't come, he probably was going to come a day later into Columbus. But when he found out I was coming to Columbus, he made sure he caught the first flight to Columbus to talk to me. What is different about Kerry Combs than any other coach you've met? Because, I mean, I've, as someone who's had the opportunity to speak with him, I understand he's a little uh, high energy. Yeah, he's a high energy guy. Is that, for someone like you, who is a little bit subdued occasionally, uh, is that like a, whoa, back off? Or is it like a, hey, I need that kind of push and pull? No, I actually need that kind of push and pull because I'm used to it, you know. I, shoot, I look at my defensive coordinator. Yeah. Or the, the, just the coaches on my high school team, you know, they're high energy guys. So for Coach Combs, for him to have that type of energy, I came in. First thing he said was, "You need to. I want you to be a first round pick, and we're winning the national championship." That was the first thing he has told me. That's similar to a pitch that Urban Meyer made to Ezekiel Elliott back in 2012, and when they won the national championship in the January 2015, they were on the stage in Dallas, and Urban was like, "See, I told you," <laughs> and. Again, you, you mentioned earlier, there's a lot of schools that are going to say, we're going to compete for national championships. We're going to be there, right? Right. But in, in the big picture of college football, how many teams are actually there? You are considering pretty much all those teams, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, Penn State. Well, they've not been to the college football playoff. They've been on the edge a right. couple times. Is it nearly impossible to differentiate between the best school in the the best football team in the country and the second best and the third best i mean it seems like it's an impossible choice so is it just about the relationship being better is it pittsburgh guys like yourself you you know most of you guys generally tend to stay closer to home it's sort of your nature um how important are those relationships going to be when this is all said and done real important you know uh it's to the point where lets me know is you still rocking with me to the end, you know? I feel like, you know, I had coaches that would fall off with me, sure. but I didn't let that affect me. I kept it going. I kept talking to the same coaches that wanted to keep talking to me, made sure I was the number one priority. That's what, that's, during this process, that's what meant a lot to me. Who, what coaches focused on me, really? What have you learned about yourself in recruiting? What has this entire process taught you? Because there's a lot of guys right. that can they get they get big headed. They lose a sight of what they are, who they are. Right. What have you learned about you? One, I'm not big headed. Two, I just I'm real quiet when it comes to like 
this. Yeah, that is just the media, you know. But I, I started realizing real humble about it, you know. Don't let the I just don't let the recruiting process take over my life. You know, I see a lot of kids, they they you know out there. Oh, I gotta get this. Oh, I gotta get that. Right. Me, I just stay patient. You know, thank the Lord that He blessed me with these things. So, three years of recruiting for Ohio State for Derek Davis again. And the reason I drove out here to took the four hour trip out here is because I want people to know who you are because there's this again there's this confusion that well they have six defensive backs they don't really care if Derek Davis is in the class but I want to assure people out there that's not the case from what I've been told and it's obvious what he's being told that's the same thing Ohio State signed two players out of Gateway High School back in 2011 Dorian Bell and Corey Brown and now they're back here in the area trying again crystal ball it for me here and not 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 the crystal ball how do you see your recruitment going from this day forward? What do you, what do you think has to happen as far as visits? Um, is there a chance that one day you're going to wake up and be like, you know what, I, I'm done? Or is this a matter of I have to take more visits? Uh, Best case scenario. Give me a dream. Give me a dream scenario. You wake up one day, you're like, ah, this is it. What What's happened to get to that point? Just like I said earlier, who's going to stick with me to the end? I saw Hopefully, I could just wake up and say, all right, I want to go there. Right. But, no, I mean, it's not But some happen. days you wake up <laughs> saying, I want to go to this place. Some right. days you wake up saying you want to go to the other. Right. A lot of stuff to figure out still for Derek Davis. I'm going to let him get out of here because it's getting warm. Yeah, sun turned up on us. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Letterman Row. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll catch you next time. Thank you.